Hello, this is Josh Christman, pastor of the Anchor Church of Cambridge, located in Cambridge, Ohio. I want to say thanks for tuning in today. I hope this podcast inspires you, encourages you, and helps you to live the life that God has called you to live. In the house of the Lord, amen? Amen. Luke chapter 8. the Lord and we'll start reading at verse 41 praise God amen praise the Lord the word of the Lord says in Luke chapter 8 verse 41 and behold there came a man named Jairus he was a ruler of the synagogue and he fell down at Jesus feet and besought him that he would come into his house for he had one only daughter about 12 years of age and she lay a dying But as he went, the people thronged him. And a woman, somebody say, and a woman, having an issue of blood, 12 years, which had spent all her living upon physicians, neither could be healed of any, came behind him and touched the border of his garment and immediately somebody say immediately her issue of blood was staunched or stopped and Jesus said who touched me when all denied Peter and they that were with him said master the multitude throng thee and press thee and sayest thou who touched me Jesus said somebody had touched me For I perceive that virtue is gone out of me. And when the woman saw that she was not hid, she came trembling. And falling down before him, she declared unto him before all the people for what cause she had touched him and how she was healed immediately. And he said unto her, Daughter, be of good comfort. Thy faith hath made thee whole. Go in peace. While he yet spake, there cometh one from the ruler of the synagogue's house, saying to him, Thy daughter is dead. Trouble not the master. It's not too late to trouble the master. But when Jesus heard it, he answered him, saying, Fear not. Believe only and she shall be made whole. And when he came to the house, he suffered no man to go in, save Peter and James and John and the father and the mother of the maiden and all wept and bewailed her. But he said, weep not, she is not dead, but sleepeth. And they laughed him to scorn, knowing that she was dead. And he put them all out and took her by the hand and called saying, made arise. And her spirit came again. And she arose rose straightway and he commanded to give her meat. And her parents were astonished. But he charged them that they should tell no man what was done. I'll preach to you this morning on this subject. The issues. The issues. Why don't we lay our Bible down we lift our hands to the Lord right now, right where you stand. Come on with a sincere heart. 
just you and God this morning. Lift your heart with your hands. God, I need you, Lord, today. God, I open my heart to your word, to your voice, God. I pray that you would speak to me, Lord. Come on, speak to us, God. I pray, utter your voice in this house. God, I pray that you would anoint our eyes to see and our ears to hear and our hearts to be understanding of your word. God, I pray that you would pull back the veil for just a few moments, God, and reveal yourself to us in a powerful way. Take us beyond ourselves. Do what you've purposed to do in this service. We'll give you all the praise, all the honor, and all the glory in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Clap your hands one more time. Praise the Lord. You can be seated in the presence of the Lord. Praise God. Praise the Lord. It's a little bit of a, a tiredness that I feel. Is everybody okay? Amen. Smile at me. All right. Laugh at me. <laughs> Go ahead. You can point at me if you want to point and laugh at me. It's all right. I can take it. I grew up with five brothers. I know what it is. Amen. The issues. In uh, Luke chapter 8, the Bible begins to talk about the storms. Somebody say the storms. Amen. We, we talked about the storms last week. Amen. There are storms that we go through. Man, there are things that we go through sometimes that are put in our path to keep us from where God wants us to be. Somebody say amen. But Jesus revealed to us last week that he is the God of the storm. Does anybody believe that? That when he stepped out on the bow of that ship and said, peace be still, the Bible says that the wind ceased and there was a great calm. Amen. How many know that he is the Prince of Peace? If you lack peace this morning, he is the Prince of Peace. Amen. How many know that you can have security with some of the things of this world and you can have times in your life where things seem to be going the way that you want them to go. But the only way that you can have true peace is with Jesus. Amen. The only way that you can have perfect peace is when your soul and your spirit are at rest. Come on. And when you know without a shadow of a doubt that you are in the arms of the one who created it all. Amen. And he, he, he is ordering your steps in his word. And his word is not something that he just dreamed up a moment ago. It was founded from the foundation of the world. Everything that was built was built by the word and through the word of God in faith. Amen. So the life that I'm living, I'm living by the faith of the son of God who created everything. Come on. Who allowed me to be a part of his plan. Amen. And as long as I'm walking in his will, I have nothing to fear. Though a host would encamp around about me, I shall not fear because I know that the Lord is with me. Come on. It might seem like turmoil and chaos around you, but you can be standing in the midst of the storm with the peace of God on the inside. And though they fall 10,000 on my right hand and 10,000 on my my left, it shall not come nigh me, because I dwell in the secret place of the Most High, and I abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Somebody say amen. Storms. Come on, I feel like preaching this morning. Amen, he's the God of the storm. Hey man, he has the ability to stop it in a moment. Come on, he can stop it. He can stop the water from filling up the boat. He can stop the boat from sinking. Come on, it doesn't seem like that you're gonna make it to your destination, but I come to tell you this morning that if he's on board your boat, you're gonna go where he said you're gonna go and it's gonna happen just the way he said it's gonna happen. Somebody say amen. I feel like preaching about storms again, but I'm not going to. Amen. Storms. Come on. They went through the, the storm and they got off the boat and they met a devil. 
was a man that was possessed with devils came and run down to Jesus and, and besought him. A legion of devils, the Bible tells us, was, was living on the inside of him, controlling his life. But when he saw Jesus, they could not keep him from going to Jesus. I don't care how many devils there are. Amen. There might be legions of devils. I know that there's devils that are trying to control this area. Amen. And this city and this county. But I come to tell you that when people make up their mind and see Jesus, they can't keep them from running to Jesus. Come on. How many know they can't keep them from running to Jesus? He ran to him. Besought him. Jesus spoke to him. He said, who are you? Amen told him to go out, go into the herd of swine. They went out, went to the herd of swine and the swine ran off the cliff and it killed them all. Come on. And, and, and the people that owned the pigs, they're like, hold on a minute here. What did we do to you? Come on. Ran off the cliff. They went to town to tell everybody what had just happened. Amen. But when they caught, came back, Amen. There was a man that was naked. Come on. He, he, they tried to chain him with, with, with irons. Come on. And chains. And he would break the chains. They tried to bind him. He ran in the tombs because there was nobody that wanted to be around him. He was a madman. A crazy man. Come on. Somebody that was without conscience. Somebody that couldn't get it right. Somebody that couldn't get control of their life. But once Jesus spoke a word to them, the Bible tells us that they, when they came back, they saw this man sitting with Jesus and he was clothed and he was in his right mind. I want to tell you this morning, there's no devil in hell that can keep you from a sound mind when Jesus shows up. He's got a word for you this morning. He's got a plan for your life. There's no devil in hell that can stop it from happening. Clap your hands to the Lord. He's worthy. Amen. There's no storm. That can stop you from where God wants to take you. There's no devil. Come on. That can stand in the way. When you make up your mind. That you're going to do it God's way. Come on. When you make up your mind. That you're going to serve the Lord. When you make up your mind. That you're going to give yourself totally. And completely to God. There's no devil in hell. That can keep you from going where God has called you to be. I want to tell you this morning. Submit your will to the Lord. I'm going to tell you. Submit your will to the Lord. Resist the devils. And they will flee from you. They have no power over your life except that which you give them. Somebody say amen. Amen. The storm can't stop you. Elbow your neighbor and tell them the storm can't stop it. The devil can't stop it. Amen. He can't stop it. He's trying but he can't stop it. Amen. The, the, the best weapon he has against you is to try to deter you. To try to get your will all stirred up. Come on. To well that you'll resist the will of God. Amen. The only weapon that he has against God is your will against God. But if you have made up your mind that you're going to serve the Lord. And your will is set. And you have set your heart that you're going to heaven. The devil can't keep you from getting there. Come on. He can't keep you addicted. He cannot keep you bound. Come on. He can't keep you offended. It doesn't matter what has happened. If your will is to serve the Lord. He'll break everything every chain. Come on. He'll heal your mind and give you a perfect soundness in your spirit. Clap your hands to the Lord if you believe what I'm preaching. Turn your will to God. Some of us, that's the problem. Turn your will to God. Come on, turn it over to the Lord. He can take care of that devil in a moment. Come on, he can take care of that spirit in a moment. Come on, in a moment, that guy was set free. In a moment, one word spoken to him. One word from the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And it was gone for good. And he sat for the first time in peace. In his right mind. Has anybody ever felt like you've been outside your mind? You're beside this beside yourself <laughs> you're outside it means you're not operating in you know you're operating outside yourself you're out of your mind come on 
Amen. That's not of the Lord. Come on. Jesus gives us a sound mind. Sound thoughts. Come on. He gives us sound thoughts. Thoughts of truth. Come on. True thoughts. Amen. Thoughts of reality. Come on, somebody. Thoughts of deliverance. Thoughts of healing. Thoughts of peace. Come on. Thoughts of hope. Amen. I bind every spirit of night terrors in the name of Jesus. Amen. It will not stir up my sleep any longer, but I'm going to have sweet sleep by the word and the power of the name of Jesus and the blood of Jesus over my mind. I will not accept anything less than his peace for my life. Amen. That's not of the Lord. If you're having night terrors, that is not of God. You need to stand up against it right now. In the if you're having thoughts of suicide, that is not of the Lord. Come on, somebody. That's the enemy of your soul trying to destroy your life and destroy your soul in hell. You need to stand in resistance. Come on, if you're having thoughts of low self-esteem and you can't value yourself, you need to find out what the maker of all things cares and thinks about you. You need to know the word for your life from the creator, the one who made you and who ordained you for life. Somebody say amen. It's not of the Lord. Somebody say, I bind that in the name of Jesus. I loose the word of God for my life. Come on, I lose faith to take hold. I lose the love of God to begin to take root in my heart. Come on, I lose the love of God to begin to produce a right mind, a sound mind with right thoughts and right actions and right words in the name of Jesus. Lift your hands to the Lord and close your eyes and feel after God right now. He's moving in this house. Come on, I stand in resistance against that spirit of darkness. It will not dwell here. It will not have control over my mind any longer or over anyone in this service. I loose them right now from that spirit of darkness in the name of Jesus by the blood and the power of the word of God. Hmm. I bind it. Hey Amen, he was clothed and in his right mind. having a conversation. He was so stirred up before he couldn't sleep. He couldn't rest. He couldn't do the right thing if he wanted to do the right thing. He was led and, and uh, abound by every wind and everything that he wanted to do. He, there was something working on the inside of him that was, that was damaging his existence. Come on, damaging his body, damaging his mind. His relationships with his family were destroyed. He was lost. Come on, he was roaming in the tombs, living in the tombs, living with that which is dead. Come on, living with that which was, living in, in the past. Come on, and that which used to be. I come to tell you this morning that it's not God's will for us to live in the past and dwell on what happened and what I did and the, the separation of family. God wants to restore that which the devil has destroyed. Come on. And when they came back, they saw him seated, clothed and in his right mind. Somebody say, that's for me. I want to be in my right mind. I want to be able to enjoy my family. Not have my mind destroyed by pornography. Come on. It got quiet. I want to be able to enjoy my family, laugh with my children, enjoy my wife. Come on, have a beautiful relationship with my church family. Come on, operate my life in peace and enjoy. I want to tell you this morning, that don't happen without Jesus. You got to go to the altar. You got to find your way to the foot of the cross. You got to lay your will at the foot of the cross and say, I've done it my way long enough. Now I'm going to do it your way. Clap your hands to the Lord. He's worthy. can't get to the issues. There's storms, there's devils, and there's issues. Does anybody have any issues? <laughs> Come on. The storm tried to stop them. It couldn't stop them. The devil tried to stop it. 
but he couldn't stop it. The issues. It tells us a story about Jairus. Jairus was a ruler of the synagogue. Jairus was uh, a powerful man. Uh, He was uh, uh, very highly thought of, very highly respected, probably wealthy, man of position, man of power. Then it talks about a woman that had an issue of blood. It doesn't say anything else about this woman. It's just that she was a woman with an issue of blood. Amen. You know, in the Jewish culture, when a woman had an issue like this, she she was an outcast. She was considered to be unclean. She was not to have interaction with her family. Amen. If if, if anyone touched her or she touched anything, it had to be cleansed for so many days. They had to be separated for so many days. Come on, somebody. And and she had an issue that made her unclean. Amen. So she was unclean to everybody around her. She was unclean to the religious society. She was unclean. She couldn't even go to church. Come on. She couldn't go worship. She couldn't spend time with her family. She couldn't be with her husband. Come on. She couldn't, she couldn't do the things a natural woman would know would be able to do. Amen. She was, she was held captive by her issue. Amen. She was held captive by that situation and that circumstance that was happening in her life. Amen. The Bible tells us that that she spent all of her living. Amen. She spent everything that she had to try to get a remedy, to try to find healing, to try to get restoration for her issue. Come on. She tried everything that man could offer to try to get a remedy. Come on. She went to every psychologist that she could find. She went to every doctor that she could afford. She spent everything that she had. She spent all of her money. She spent all of her faith. She spent all of her effort and her energy to try to find a remedy for her problem, but the Bible says that she couldn't find a a remedy. She couldn't find relief. She couldn't find anything that would help. She spent all of her money, so that tells me she had nothing left. Come on. She spent all of her energy. She had no hope left. She spent all of her faith. Come on. She had no faith left. Come on. She had nothing left to lean on. She was alone in a situation with no money and with no hope for tomorrow. Am I preaching to anybody this morning? Come on. But she heard about Jesus. Come on. She heard that there was a God that could touch her. She heard that there was a man with the compassion of God, with the power and the virtue of the Holy One of Israel, that there was a man that could possibly remedy her problem. Amen. Jairus represents a different demographic than this woman. Amen. It represents the high and mighty. It represents the high in society, the wealthy. But this woman represents the one that is lowly, the one that has no one to lean on, the one that has nobody. But regardless of where they were at in their human lives, they both had one thing in common. They both needed Jesus. They both had an issue. They both needed a touch from the Lord. I don't care where you're from, who you are, how much money you make, or how much money you don't make. We all need Jesus. It's a level playing field. We all need a touch from the one, the master. Come on, we all need him. Amen. From the judge sitting on the judgment seat at the seat of counsel in Cambridge, Ohio, to the ones that are in the gutter. Come on, we all need Jesus. We all have issues that need the Lord. Amen. Sometimes we come into church and we're ashamed that we have need. We're ashamed that we have weaknesses. We're ashamed that we have sickness or problems. But I come to tell you this morning, you have problems because you're human. But I come to tell you that full God, full man, uh, Jesus Christ has the power to touch your body and make you sound. Somebody say amen. Amen. We all have issues. Amen. Let the devil tell you the reason you have issues is because you're a sinner. We're all sinners. Come on, somebody. 
I'm saved by the grace of God. Amen. By the blood of Jesus Christ. When he got nailed to that cross, amen, that blood that was shed, that was for my sin. Come on. That was for the sins of the whole world. Amen. And not only that, but the stripes that he took on his back, that was for the healing of those that he would save. And I come to tell you, he doesn't discriminate against who he's going to heal. If you can believe in the name and the blood of Jesus, he'll heal you. He'll change you. He'll set you free. Not only did he free us from sin, but he freed us from the effects of sin. Come on, somebody. That broken mind, that broken heart, that broken spirit, that broken body, one, one ounce of the blood of Jesus Christ can make all things new. He can make all things new. Clap your hands to the Lord. He's worthy. And his power couldn't change anything about it. And his money couldn't buy it. <laughs> Come on. His prestige and the respect he got from the community couldn't change his daughter's issue. Come on. We need to realize sometimes we have issues in our lives to remind us and point us to the one that could change it. The Bible says that that she she sought healing. Many physicians. That's what it says. What's a physician? Doctor. You know, I, there are times doctors can against doctors but they're practicing medicine they're human and without the hand of the Lord there is no healing come on how many know he can give us wisdom and understanding sometimes and open our minds and point us in the right direction to give us healing and sometimes he loves us so much you might not have the faith to get your healing but he'll point you to something that'll help you somebody he loves us that much but when her when her resources ran out you see we're limited we're limited in, in the amount of resources we can possess there's a reason for that we're, we're limited we're limited say I'm limited we're limited in, in our wisdom and understanding we're only capable of understanding so much there is so much beyond my ability to understand come on we're limited in the amount of of, of worldly wealth we can have and keep a hold of we're limited. That stuff is limited. That that the, it's temporary. It, it will end. There's an expiration date. Come on, but but when we get to the end of ourselves, come on. Sometimes we have to get to the end of ourselves. Amen. Because as long as I have enough strength, I'll do it on my own. And as long as I have enough money, I'm going to buy my way to try to figure out some other way to get it done. And as long as I have a, just a little bit of faith left, I'm going to do what I can see. And I'm going to get a hold of what I can see to try to help the problem. But too many times we have to wait. God has to stand aside and wait until we get to the end of our resources, until we get to the end of ourselves and our, the end of our strength and the end of our ability before we look to him. But I want to tell you this morning, when you get to the end of yourself, that's not the end. Come on, am I preaching?
preaching to anybody. When you get to the end of yourself, there's still a God. Come on. When you get to the end of your resources, there's still a God with unlimited resources. When you get the end of what you can handle, there's a God that can give you the strength. When Paul said, for when I am weak, then am I strong. Before his strength is made perfect in my weakness. When you get to the end of yourself, there's a God that will give you the ability to get through. Amen. I don't care what your issue is this morning. I don't care what's happening in your world. I don't care if it's your family members. I don't care what it is that's happening. Jesus is the answer. Come on. He's the answer to every question, the solution to every problem. You've tried everything else. You might as well try him. Come on. You might as well just give him a try. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. You don't know how good he is until you taste of it. And if you've never tasted of it, let me witness that. He has been good to me. He has preserved me. He has healed me. He has saved my soul. Somebody say amen. When you get to the end of yourselves, then there's Jesus. <laughs> when we get to the end of our money, When we get to the end of our strength, he's there. When we get to the end of our faith, come on, somebody. He's there saying, only believe. Amen. This woman, she heard Jesus was coming. And she had no other hope. She had nothing left. Zero. No hope for tomorrow. When you have no hope, you're hopeless. Amen. You are. Has anybody ever been hopeless? It's a, it's a depth of despair. It is. It's a painful place to be. Amen. No hope for future. Come on. No hope for anything better. Come on. She was at the bottom. She had nothing left. She had a little bit of strength that she could try to push her way through the crowd. Jesus is coming. Everybody's heard of his exploits and the people that he's healed and the things that he's done. So everybody's trying to get close to him. Everybody's pressing in. He's walking down the street. She presses through. I believe that she probably got down on her hands and knees and crawled to get the, because it says that she touched the border of his garment, which is the bottom. That's the least. That's the, that's the end of it. Amen. The, the border, the hem of his garment, down where, where it's close to the ground, the stuff that drags in the mud. Come on, the stuff that drags in the dirt. Amen. That, that part of his garment that sometimes nobody else is touching. Amen. She, she pushed through. I believe she got down on her hands and knees and crawled her way through and pushed through. Have you ever tried to push your way through a crowd? I'm talking a crowd. And if they're going the opposite way that you're going, it's, it's hard to get through. But if you get down on your knees, now you take the risk of getting trampled. But that's really the only way that you can get through is push your way through her legs and push your way in. And she crawled in as close as she could get. She reached up. She, if I could just, if I could just touch him, if I could just, if, if, if I could just touch the hem of his garment, if I could. If I can just close enough to touch his garment, he don't even need to notice me. He don't even need to put his hands on me. If I can just get close enough to touch the hem of his garment, come on. If I can just get close enough that I can just feel that he's there, come on, to know that he's there, that I can just touch the hem of his garment, I know I'll be made whole. That's faith. She pressed her way in. It doesn't say anybody else was getting here. a lot of people touching Jesus that aren't getting healed. Come on. But then when she touched him immediately, that 
fountain of blood dried up. Because one touch from the high priest, come on, we have not a high priest which cannot be felt with the feeling of our infirmities, for he was tempted in all points like we are yet without sin. Come on, he was tempted. He, 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 is the, he is the perfect recipe for our healing and our restoration. Amen. He, 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 can, he can feel compassion for us because, because he felt what we feel. Come on. He went what we go through. Come on. He didn't just stand, sit on the throne in heaven and look down and say, follow me. He robed himself in flesh. He stepped into the pain. He stepped into the fight. Come on. And he triumphed at the cross. Come on. He triumphed through it, nailing it to the cross. Come on. And so when he was standing there and that woman reached up, it was more than just a man. It was the power of God. Come on, somebody. She touched the hem of his garment and immediately the what he had was transferred to her and she became ownership. She became, got ownership of the healing and the wholeness that he had always prepared for her because when you touch the Lord, he gives you everything that you always should have had. Come on, somebody. She's like, to receive it so powerful that when she touched him it met the need somebody get bad news all of a sudden their countenance changes you can see it impact their life mind all of a sudden I believe he probably 
started to leave. And Jesus says, only believe. Only believe. Only believe. Somebody say, only believe. He gets a hold of him, and they start down the road to the house. Amen. He's got news that his daughter's dead. He's got Jesus with him. Jesus has just healed the woman with the issue of blood. And now he's on the way to his house to touch Jairus' daughter. Can you imagine the thought process? What's going through his mind? Because he knows he should believe. But he knows what he heard. Come on, somebody. Because a lot of times faith stands in resistance to rational thought. Amen. Sometimes faith stands in resistance to what you can actually see or really perceive or understand with with your mind. Amen. You know what you heard, but you know what the Lord's saying. Come on. You know what you see, but you know what the Lord's saying. Come on, you, you, you can see the condition they're in right now, but you know what the Lord's saying. Come on, somebody. Sometimes standing in faith is walking through it even though you don't see the end of it. Amen. He's got a hold of Jesus. He's going to his house. He's not there yet. He's trying to make the journey. Uh, I just got to make sure I don't break down before I get there. Come on, I just got to make sure I don't break down before and lose faith before I get there. Come on, because it didn't happen immediately. For the women with the issue of blood, it was immediately it was she was made whole. But for with Jairus, he had to walk it out. Come on, he had Jesus by the hand. He was going to his house. He believed that he could do it. But on the other hand, he got news from the house that, that, that said the opposite of what he was believing for. I believe that you got to stand in faith even when you get a bad report, even when they tell you it's not going to happen, even when they say that she's dead and there's no hope. you got to stand in faith and realize that when I get to the end of this life, when I get to the end of my power or my ability, then I got Jesus. Come on. Because I can't do anything about it, but I know he can. Come on. Does anybody believe that this morning? I believe that he can. Amen. I believe that he can do it. The only reason I'm still here is because I believe he can do it. The reason I'm preaching this morning is because I believe he can change this city. It may not look like it right now. It may not look like your circumstance is changing, but I believe that he can. I believe he can do it, and I believe that he will. Come on, stand with me all around the building. I believe that he will. Come on, elbow your neighbor and tell him, I believe that he will. Amen. I'm not here for any other reason other than because he told me to be here. He said, I will. Come on. He said he's going to do it. It's not my job to make it happen. It's my job to believe it. Come on. It's my job to walk it out and believe that he's going to do what he said he was going to do. Come on. Am I prophesying to anybody this morning? You need to get a hold of it this morning and say, I believe it. Lift your hands to the Lord right now, just you and Jesus. Come on, tell him, I believe it. I believe there's going to be a change. I believe it's going to be healed. I believe they're going to be raised. I believe the city's going to be in revival. I believe there's going to be deliverance, multitudes of deliverance. I believe, God, the wound is going to be healed. I believe, Lord, physical bodies are going to be healed. I believe it, God, because that's who you are and that's what you have spoken. My, 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 my. Come on, let the, let the Lord pray through you right now. Come on, let the, let the Spirit of the Lord operate right now. Come on, lift your hands. Open your heart to the Lord. Some of us haven't opened our heart to the Lord for quite some time. God's trying to move in this house. He wants to restore your faith. Come on, he wants to build up your faith. He wants to let you know he's still with you. He hasn't left you. He hasn't left you alone. Come on, he's still with you. He's walking with you.
He knows what he promised. I believe it's going to happen. Come on, I believe it's going to be like he said it's going to be. I got to hold on. Come on, you got to hold on this morning. Hold on for your family's sake. Come on, hold on for 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 your children's sake. Hold on for your your grand your grandkids' sake. Come on, hold on for their sake. Amen. Because at the end of this, there's going to be a testimony of His word over your life. I claim it right now in the name of Jesus. Come on, somebody needs to claim that. Come on, get a hold of that right now. Claim it right now. I don't care what it looks like. Come on, I don't care what it looks like. I believe the word of the Lord. Come on, lift your hands, close your eyes. Just begin to pull on the Lord right now. God, I believe it, Jesus. I believe it, Jesus. I'm walking with you, Lord. I'm holding on to your hand. I'm holding on to your words. Come on, encourage my heart, God. We're not there yet. Come on, I'm walking with you. God, I need you to help me, Jesus. It is I believe it. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. It is done. Hold on a minute. When he got to the house, there was a lot of folks at the house that were overwhelmed by what they perceived to be death. Everybody focus on me. God's moving. We're going to pray in a moment. They were operating out of their own perception. They were grieving. They were mourners. They were sent there to help the family grieve. I don't need somebody to help me grieve. I need somebody to help me believe. I need somebody that's going to speak faith. I need somebody that believes in the supernatural power of God. Come on, I need somebody that's going to encourage me in my walk with the Lord, not try to tear me down. Come on, I need somebody. I want to get yoked up with some people that believe that he can bring healing to my life. Does anybody else feel that way? shows up at the house he says she's not dead she's asleep Amen. because God's perception is a whole lot different than ours he sees what we don't see and he knows what we don't know amen we got to put our faith and our trust in what he's saying and in what he's doing come on somebody and leave the result up to him they laughed him to scorn. When he said she's just sleeping, they laughed at him. Laughed him to scorn. It means they really railed on him. You know, there are people that don't believe what we believe. And they'll look at you and tell you you're crazy. But that don't change who the master is. They don't have to believe it. But they can't stay in my house because I'm believing for a miracle. Come on, I'm believing for a miracle. Is anybody behind me this morning? If they're going to mourn, they're going to do it somewhere else. Come on, if they're going to laugh at the Lord, they're going to do it somewhere else. Jesus put them out. He put them out the door and he shut the door in their face. 
There are some influences you got to get out of your life. You got to you got to get them out. Execute judgment on them. Say you no longer have a voice or influence in my life. I'm believing for a miracle. When you're believing for a miracle, every voice it, it has an impact. Come on, every voice that you allow has an impact. When you're trying to believe for a miracle, you got to put out all the voices of doubt, put out the voices of unbelief, all the voices of rational thinking. Come on, all the reasoning thoughts. You got to get all those voices, all of the mourners out. I don't have time to mourn. I'm believing for a miracle. Elbow your neighbor and tell him, I don't have time to mourn. I'm believing for a miracle. Come on, I'm believing for change. I believe that it can happen. I believe it can happen today. Amen. I believe that you can be healed today. Come on, anybody believe that? Come on, get behind me this morning. I believe that God's word is true. He went in. He didn't pray some elaborate prayer. fire to fall from heaven that's what we want sometimes we think it's that God's going to make this big explosion and I'm, it's going to happen one word spoke he got a hold of her and he said damsel arise lifted her up Peter and John She's alive. Jesus looks at the parents. Give her some food. She needs some food to strengthen her. But don't tell anybody about this. You start telling people about this, you think I have a hard time traveling now. It's going to get worse. The miracle. The miracle that they received came in the timing. God. Come on, somebody. Let the word of God work. Let God be God. And trust him. Somebody say, trust him. Trust him in the process. I don't know what your issue is this morning. I don't know what you're going through, what you're facing. But God knows about your issue. And I wonder today if there's anybody in this building that believes that God can meet that need. Come on, that you would you would come down to this altar this morning, lift your hands to the Lord and begin to reach for him and press into God. He's here, he's here this morning. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Where two or three are gathered together in my name, there I am in the midst of them. He's here this morning to meet the needs. Come on, if you reach out in faith, is anybody believing this morning? Come on, why don't you make your way down to this altar this morning? Reach for the Lord. Why don't our elders come and help us pray? Come on, why don't you make your way? Run down to this altar. Lift your hands to the Lord and say, God, I believe that you can help with my issues. I believe, Lord, that you know about my issues. I will not let them stop me. I'm going to believe. Reach forward with all your heart. Come on, if he led you to it, he's going to bring you through it. Come on, there's strength if you're at the end of your strength this morning. There's strength. God is here. Come on, reach. Reach with your heart. Reach with your spirit this morning.
your hands and begin to voice it right now. I, I bring that before the Lord. I lay this petition out, God. I know you can meet it right now, Lord. I know you can do it immediately, Lord. Whatever you want to do, whatever your will is, God, I reach for you. Touch my life. Touch my heart. Touch my body. Touch my mind, God. Touch my family. Thanks again for listening to the Anchor Church of Cambridge podcast. If you enjoyed it, make sure you subscribe so you can keep up with our weekly sermons. If you are in the Cambridge area, we invite you to join us on Sundays at 11 a.m. Again, 
Thanks for listening and we hope to see you soon.